You're listening to Bexer in the Morning, hosted by Spotify. Hello, Americans. This is Jeb Bexer, broadcasting live from Satellite 2. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Bexer in the Morning. This is the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time in November. While we're running right through November as fast as humanly possible, the holidays seem to come up on us, folks, and we just don't notice until it's July and we see Christmas in the stores. But yes, it's upon us now. November 16th, we're doing this recording for this Sunday, which is the 19th of November, which, if you're listening to this today, it is Sunday the 19th, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. So let's get right to it. And we have a new timer. Pollux is on the case, and my voice seems to be coming back. Start the timer, and Pollux is off and waiting in the quarantine chamber. Ready to kick my butt and snooker, but let's go with the first reading. The first reading today is from the book of Proverbs, and it's a beautiful, beautiful reading that sometimes is used in weddings, if I'm not mistaken. Not too many people choose this one for their wedding day, but uh, it can be, it is a choice, I believe. So we'll go through it. And it's such a good reading, I think I'm, I may just read the whole thing. The first reading from the book of Proverbs. When one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and works with loving hands. Now, who wouldn't want to hear this at a wedding? I, I would. She obtains wool. Yeah, we read that line. <clears throat> where's my, where's Pollux to poke me with a stick when I, yeah. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward for her labors, and let her works praise her at the city gates. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That, that is a wonderful reading, is it not? I would love to hear that at a wedding. At, at a wedding. The, the beauty that is a woman the worthy wife. Now, you know, this is people that are already married. You can say, well, they don't, they don't read this at weddings because this is about a couple who is already married. And yes, her husband entrusting his heart to her has an unfailing prize. Now, the woman could also represent Jesus Christ, could she not? Let his works praise be praised at the city gates. Yes, we, we could be talking about Jesus there, you know, as the, the bridegroom, the bride. You know, Jesus represents everyone, all people. And that includes Megan Rapino, 
You know, she her career is now officially over due to injury. She was playing in her last her last soccer match, some kind of women's championship. I don't know what it was. I don't follow women's soccer, but she was injured early on in the match and she tore her Achilles. And I know about Achilles myself. I had it surgically, you know, detached in order to remove you know, bone spurs on my heel back in 2019, you know, the recovery went into the period that was now known as COVID. And I couldn't drive for six weeks because it was on my right foot. Had a knee scooter, crutches upstairs, had to go upstairs on my rear end and come down that way. Needed a chair at the top of the stairs just to stand up. You could not put any pressure whatsoever on that foot that was repaired so she's probably already had surgery to repair her Achilles and now she's in a, a cast and will take her at least six weeks and depending on what foot it is she may not be able to drive if it's her right foot driving is out no pressure whatsoever what I had to do is when I got to the top of the stairs and we're getting off topic here in the middle of mass it's not mass. We're just reviewing the readings for this Sunday, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And I used a metal, you know, like a just a metal fold-up chair like I'm sitting on right now. I'd probably, it probably was this chair. I had two of them upstairs. One to help me stand up, you know, get to my knees and then sit down without putting any pressure on my right foot, grabbing the crutches, and then going down the hallway to my room. And then when I took a shower, there was another metal folding chair there for me to kneel on just so I could get over the threshold, over the threshold of the shower. Again, just using my left foot. No pressure whatsoever on my right foot. And then the shower was a, sh a shower seat. I had to sit down for my showers. And for a while, I had to cover my leg, you know, several weeks with a plastic bag with a rubber band around it because the cast couldn't get wet. So I know what Miss Rapino was going through, and I know what she said at the press conference, and so does most of the sporting world, and maybe even the real world. Notice what I said there. Sporting world as opposed to real world. These athletes are playing a game to entertain us. Yes, it's real to them, but to us it's entertainment. And when we see a sporting athlete <clears throat> get in front of the cameras and complain that she's injured and that's the way her career is going to end, well, her career ended at the World Cup when she missed the kick on penalties and cost them the match. Now, I'm sorry that she injured her Achilles the other night, and I'm very sorry that she said God does not exist. I'm here sitting today in front of my crucifix, in front of my on-air sign, in the comfy confines of Studio 1A, up on Satellite 2. Yes, we're having fun with that, with the science fiction fact that, you know, I wrote a science fiction book called 2095. But the fact that she said that God does not exist, folks, this is just reprehensible, and she needs to be prayed for. We are praying for Megan Rapino today. She is our sister in Christ, and we must pray for her. She's upset. She's getting a lot of negative press. 
There's a football player out there that says, I am here to tell you that God exists. Well, I am not a football player. I'm a former athlete, just an amateur athlete. My name is author Keith R. Reese. And, you know, we gave Vexer the day off. You know, he's still recovering from watching Vista Ridge women's golf practice yesterday. He's He can't get over that. They are entertaining, but they don't do much practicing. But we must pray for people like Megan Rapino. She is our sister in Christ. We must pray for her. If only on this show, then where else? The responsorial psalm, following that lovely first reading, is number 128. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Hello, Miss Rapino. Blessed are the Lord who fear, uh, let me repeat that. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who walk in his ways, for you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and favored. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home, your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. The second reading, we have a minute and a half left. We'll cover the gospel after the break. Comes from Paul again, writing to the first letter of, to the Thessalonians. And he must have gotten, gotten a letter from them, you know, just fretting about what do we do next? We've been saved, now what? And just hear the tone that Paul takes, that Paul strikes here in this letter. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. You don't need any more letters from me, but here I am. I'm going to write to you anyway because you asked me to. I'm paraphrasing just a bit. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. Just like the parable that we heard last week, the parable last week about being ready with the ten virgins, the five that did not have enough oil, and then we're going to get to the number five again in the gospel. We continue with Paul's letter. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We're about to get interrupted by my clock. One moment. Dismiss. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do. But let us stay alert and sober. I like that last word, sober, because I've been sober for three plus months. We're at 90 and counting, 90 something. What's today, the 16th? That makes it 95, folks. 95 days of sobriety. Every day is a record for me since the age of 14. 95 days sober. We'll be back right after these words. And we'll have a, a few words from our sponsors, our potential sponsors, 
right after these words. We're back. We're back. We love that song from Three Dog Night. We're just going to keep using it until they finally wake up in the land of Three Dog Night. People, folks, whatever you want to call them, joy to their world. And someone just, oh, Izzy is awake. Izzy has two big tests today. Let's pray for Isabella. Studying hard for honors, not, is it honors, biology? Yes, honors biology and math today. Two big tests. And I think they either went to mass yesterday. I think they go to mass today. It's Thursday. It should be today. So pray and study hard. The gospel today continues with Matthew. Remain in me as I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me bears much fruit. Alleluia. The gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately, the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. Now think just where that's going to go. If you've heard this parable, if you have not heard this parable, you can kind of imagine how this is going to go down. <laughs> We've heard enough parables now in the 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time that we know what Jesus is, Jesus is getting at. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person harvesting where you did not plant, and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here, here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant, and gather where I did not scatter? Question mark. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he'll, he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, 
even what he has what even what he has will be taken away and throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth and there's not an explanation point there but Jesus probably would like one to be there let Vatican do Vatican 2 take care of that and there is a shorter version of Matthew's gospel and we won't read it. It's about the same. It is the same. But that's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it, folks? I don't really need to go into the, to, to what that means. And it doesn't really mean what a talent is. It's, it's a parable. It's, you know, symb symbolic. Is that the word? Do what you will in thinking of what a talent is. To me, a talent is a talent. God gave me the talent of athletic ability, and I used it. He gave me the talent of using my voice, and I'm using it. He gave me many talents, and I try to multiply those talents into more to make me more useful to Jesus in my mission, to make me more useful to my family, my child, how else can we apply this to everyday life? Learning to pray for others like Megan Rapino, Rory McElroy, Rory McElroy, who resigned from a board on the PGA Tour or some kind of board. You know, when somebody resigns this way, something negative is going on behind the scenes. Rory has made some embarrassing moments fighting in the parking lot with live golfers, with caddies, after the, what do you call it, the, the Ryder Cup. He has embarrassed the PGA with his statements. Even after the PGA and live golf merged, Rory continued to badmouth his friends in live golf. And I have asked him repeatedly online on social media, don't you think it's time that you apologize to Greg Norman and all your friends at Live Golf, especially Phil Mickelson, the pioneer who bucked the trend and left the PGA for Live Golf? Yeah, it was a lot of money, but it wasn't the money, was it? Yeah, he had a gambling problem, but, you know, we all have our personal issues. But he did it for a much bigger reason than money. Much bigger. Sergio Garcia did, too. They're all pioneers that are on Live Golf, aren't they not? And guess what? They got the job done. They merged that league with the PGA. Jay Monahan needs to apologize to Greg Norman and all the Live Golfers, too, for his on-air comments during the Canadian Open in 2022. But, you know, I think all that's going to come in time. Someone's going to sit these guys down and say, Rory, Jay... You need to apologize. Greg Norman is a former champion of the British Open, the Open. He should be here every year. And we should celebrate his victory and his achievements with Lib Golf. End of story. So we pray for people like Megan Rapino and Rory. And we pray for ourselves. Is it okay to pray for ourselves? 
Pollux is in here nodding his head. CC too? She's nodding her head. Yes, we can pray for ourselves. So, we have a minute and a half left. A minute, a minute 45 to be exact. Our sponsors, our potential sponsors that we are still praying about. Maui Jim Sunglasses. Beauty Rest. And uh, let's not forget, what are we forgetting? Blue. <laughs> right in front of me. The Blue Corporation of my beautiful Blue Yeti microphone. If we, get, if we just got one sponsor for the Bexer in the morning, or even here as the news, or both of them, do you know how ecstatic Pollux would be? <laughs> He's looking at me. He said, that is not part of my protocol as an artificial intelligent being. Yes, I will add music to my dance party on Spotify, but I'm not going to feel emotions about your potential sponsorship. And we know how that goes. We're in the future. <laughs> we already know what's going to happen in 2023 and 24 and beyond. Don't we? <laughs> 40 seconds left. Yeah, Maui Jim sunglasses. I am enjoying the green, the Maui green lenses. That's another burp. I showed them off on a shuttle bus between the, the yeah, I haven't even talked about San Diego. But on the shuttle bus between the rental car counter, as another burp. And uh, the airport the other day, yeah, this guy was wearing Maui Jims, and I recognized him. I said, hey, look at these. And I showed him uh, the mean green, Maui green sunglasses that were just previously repaired. And I have four seconds. This is about to make a noise again. One moment. Told you. We'll turn that off. And we'll not restart it. Dismiss. <laughs> Made some noise. Yeah, he was impressed. He said, you got these repaired? I said, yeah. I just sent them through the optometrist because it cost less then to send it myself to Maui Jim. And I said, they have an office in Illinois. And he started laughing, thinking, well, shouldn't they be in Maui? I said, well, they were, but their office burned down. That made him feel bad. But <laughs> I knew they had an office in, in Illinois many years ago. And so I was just kind of making him feel like a jackass. And I'll have to bleep that out, I guess. But he was impressed with the, the Maui green lenses. And now that I have received my blue Hawaii lenses on the new, par, new pair that I bought, no, t no disclosing what I paid, that's my business, because they, I got the reader lenses installed on them so I can use these sunglasses to read when I'm outside. What a concept. You know, I'm so awesome. Uh, I'm awesome, but that's not what I meant to say. I am so awful about having to carry two pairs of glasses, my readers and then sunglasses. If you say, if you go into Walmart, I'm having to just make a mental note to take off my sunglasses, leave them in the car because I don't want to carry two pairs. You know, I hang them on my shirt collar and you got two pairs hanging off your collar. You look like a real tool. You look like an idiot. So this idea of putting reader lenses on the, just a quarter of the lens now that, you know, now that I've seen them in person, it's right there in your line of sight when you're kind of looking down as if you're reading. It's ingenious from the people of Maui Jim. And then the sunglasses, you look like a total, yeah, a cool dude. Let's just put it that way. 
with these Maui blue Hawaii lenses. Yeah, they look cool. And who cares what they cost, you know? I got it covered. Blue Corporation has it covered with Blue Yeti. This microphone is a lifesaver and makes my sound, <laughs> makes my voice sound awesome. And uh, Beauty Rest, yeah, here I am almost every night now getting at least four to five hours of Beauty Rest on my Beauty Rest Black mattress. So that's, that's it, folks, and we'll wrap it up. Made a little noise there. It is 7.05 in the morning, and it's time for me to go take a bike ride out in the fog. It looks totally cool outside of the 16th of November. Everybody have a great weekend. It's another big football weekend. Big game, big game. I don't even know who's playing, but Louisiana Tech mercifully is putting their season to an end, and I believe the coaching of Coach Sonny Cumbie and his staff will probably get an announcement on ESPN probably later that evening after they either win or lose against Jackson State. It doesn't matter. And, you know, at 3-8, and eight, again, a second season in a row, it's time to make a change. And Mr. Cumbie, Coach Cumbie, he, he did a fine job, but he was a coach without any head coaching experience at all. And they, why they hired someone without any head coaching experience was beyond me, but that's what they did. They believed in him, and it didn't work out. So best of luck to Coach Cumbie. But I think if they give you a third year, you're going to be a very lucky guy. That's it. See you next week. We know what's coming up, Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful here on Bexer in the Morning. So let's just sign off, and we'll see you next time. Good day, folks. Bexer in the Morning is brought to you by our friends at Spotify. Hosted and produced by Keith R. Reese and a product of Reese Podcasting, a division of K.R. Reese Enterprises. Thank you for listening.